Well welcome, I hope you had some fantastic moments to celebrate last week, um, whether or not you went on a date night or had some, some time out. Uh, with each other is so so important and um, I think the the question that it leads on is then who do we want to model our relationship on and um, I know for Kent and I definitely we had some real clarity um, when we first went into business of who we didn't want to become and uh, and we met some couples that we just found that were drifting apart or that um, didn't respect their spouse or uh, Certainly there was behaviour that was going on that we just thought, no, that's not the path that we want to head down. And so it was a lot easier to see people we didn't want to be like than it was to discover people that we did want to be like. And that kind of became our quest, is to, is to work out, you know, based on who we were as individuals, who did we want to become um, if we looked 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years down, um, down our marriage. And um, we came across some role models that um, have been integral um, within our life and, um, and really found that getting more and more um, information from these people or, or guidance from these people um, became one of the most valuable resources. Now, um, just as a bit of background, my parents um, have been married for 45 years and so, you know, definitely they were my first set of role models was just the sheer commitment to stay together no matter what, it was just a decision. And so, you know, understanding that, you know, have you made, have you made that decision? Because once the decision's made once, then it's just a matter of now managing that decision, <laughs> okay, as opposed to having to re-decide every time there's a conflict or, or what have you. So I certainly know that, um, you know, making that decision once and then whatever it takes um, was my responsibility. It had nothing to do with Kent. If I was to be happily married, then I needed to be happy. And so therefore I had to do whatever it took to make sure that that was the outcome that I was going to get. And so finding environments that were safe, um, that were encouraging of couples that, um, that could become individuals and yet still remain together in a partnership or a relationship was really, really important. Um, certainly I have character traits that I know need to be managed and so you know I could feel those inside of me that I didn't like and certainly in my marriage in my relationship they were the areas that I needed to be able to um, master for myself and so it comes down to your positive self-image or proper self-image I mean your self-image right now as a spouse you know is that a positive one or is it negative you know, when you're around your spouse, are you actually adding value? Are you creating more leverage for that person so that they can become more than what they currently are? And so, you know, that's the first, the first assessment that you do for yourself. And it's no different than the fun assessment. What's your fun factor as a spouse? How fun are you to live with? Are you creating fun within the house? Or are you draining the fun when you get to that house? <laughs> And so these are just questions that for me, as I've observed lots and lots of relationships, especially couples in business, that I've recognised that, you know, there's a lot of tolerance that's needed, but there's also comes a time when less tolerance can be more effective and actually standing up and, and, and being accountable for the results that you're getting is what's actually required.
and so the result is the most important thing so if you were to assess your result right now out of 10 what would you give yourself you know for effectiveness as uh, as being a great role model for others within your marriage okay so we can only ever affect ourselves and that certainly takes a lot of burden off because as soon as I stop trying to um, control in my relationship or protect in my relationship or pretend in my relationship a lot of the pressure started to drain out of that role because um, one of my mentors was saying to me that I was almost wearing um, Kent as an overcoat like I was trying to protect him I was trying to be him I was trying to stop him from any lessons that perhaps he needed to get um, from the world because of that protective nature that I have which has obviously been a huge asset in different areas and different roles of my life but certainly it wasn't adding value within that relationship because it was preventing him from getting his own lessons that he needed to gain and so you know that was a shedding process that took years and years for me to acknowledge the fact that you know it was okay for someone I loved to have suffer hardship or challenge and certainly in each relationship that I've worked with the density of, of each person's journey is each pe person's journey you can be there to help align them and support them and encourage them and love them unconditionally um, but at the end of the day it's going to be their journey that they need to travel and it's going to be your journey that um, that you're able to react and respond around so that's the only um, the only role that you have is is you are responsible only for your reactions and your responses when you're near that other person and provided you just work on yourself at getting better and better and better then that's all that you can do to take ownership to become better and so you know that took I think a big weight off my shoulders was knowing that I didn't have to do the work for two I just had to do the work for one which there was plenty of work to be done and so finding these role models was definitely step number one because being able to talk to somebody as opposed to read it in a book meant that you're able to really dig a little bit deeper under the surface for the practical ways in which to communicate more effectively um, to show love more effectively to be able to be heard more effectively or just get practical solutions to things that you haven't encountered before and so I know that you know certainly with one of our mentors that that we caught up with I was um, they said you know how are you and I was like I'm hitting up against some character traits that are really challenging me and stopping me in business because I'm placing my relationship first so you don't use your role models just for fluffy kind of <laughs> you know like social get, get together really dig in and ask those tough questions what are you challenged by you know for me because I'm used to being in um, a situation where if I'm a manager of my own life and my own business and I have clear vision then I just move towards what it is that I need but in my relationship when I do that that is withdrawing respect from my husband because if I'm not valuing his opinion and listening and doing what he thinks is right then I'm hitting up against this um, feeling that I'm being slowed down or I'm going on the wrong path or or what have you and I just got myself into a big tangle and so I would just cease doing the business and on that forefront anything that needed reliant on on Kent to execute that he hadn't done and I didn't want to challenge him on respect levels 
then I'd just drop the ball and nothing would get done and therefore the result wouldn't come and I'd get frustrated and we went into this crazy cycle around that area and so being able to go to um, to a role model and be honest um, then I was able to open up a communication where then Kent was able to say look for me this is what happens when we go around that path and he was able to get absolute clarity um, from listening to you know our mentor who was exactly the same as him and she was exactly the same as me so when you find role models remember that they should be role models they should have mentored um, from a position of they've got through the landmines and therefore they've got practical solutions within 30 minutes she had us with some information two books and and a person to go and see for the next steps so the next most important thing if you're going to use role models and mentors is to actually do what it is that they suggest to do and the thing that I find having been you know a coach for so long is that if somebody come and asks for a solution and I have a solution and then they don't execute the solution the next time they ask for a solution I'm probably less inclined to take them seriously the third time they ask for a solution and they still haven't executed anything it's almost like I feel like well, why would I waste my breath and so just acknowledge the fact that as a couple if you hit rocky ground and then you discover that you have a mentor or a role model that offers a book and then you don't read the book that you're not going to get the result just the same as if they say go and have lunch with these people or go talk to these people if your fear of going and talking to those people is greater than you executing the actions of the mentor then just realize you may well lose the mentor and for me that just wasn't worth it I mean they suggested some things that were a little bit hesitant about um, achieving but on the drive home I said well it's not about the actions that we take even if we think that's probably not going to help us it's executing them and then getting back and saying this was the result that we got so similar to um, you know Doreen Virtue who talks about you know the, the next step in the path will always appear when you need it the next teacher will appear the next book will appear the next course will appear whatever will appear the messenger will arrive to give you step B before step C and so it's a trust you know there's a trust in the process that if you follow step B step C will probably come a lot quicker and so certainly for me getting that clarity and understanding that my role models had the best interest for our marriage and for us then we were able to be absolutely transparent and truthful and you know if tears needed to flow tears needed to flow if there was anger that was under the surface it needed to come up but until you get to the real core principle as opposed to the issue then I doubt that you're going to move forward and what I mean by that is if you think of a bike wheel so the spokes leading out to the tire keep on cycling around so there's issues 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 that keep on happening but if you follow that spoke back to the center there's usually a core principle that's being violated that if we can get to that violation then we can fix that the issues no longer occur and it's the same with that love and respect where most things can be stemmed back to I don't feel respected and the issue is that you talk over the top of me or the issue is that you know you roll your eyes when I say something or you walk away um, they're the issues the core principle is you're not respecting your husband
just the same as the issue might be um, the withdrawal of opinions or no more acts of service or um, not completing a task might lead back to the principle that you're not showing enough love to your partner. So when, when we start to understand what the principles are now, my, a huge principle or value um, that I have is integrity. And so when people don't follow through and there's a lack of integrity, it brings up a huge challenge for me and I become an absolute control freak and take everything back over. That can become a huge challenge when you're dealing with the principle of respect versus the principle of integrity and you're working together as a couple. So I hope that I'm explaining that in a way that is making sense to you, but the key thing for me was to get the clarity on what was the underlying principle that was being violated within the relationship so that I could communicate it clearly to say I value integrity higher than I do you know, keeping peace on the home front <laughs> and therefore it's going to cause me to hit up against a character trait that I can't handle if my delivery and distribution of my product isn't being done correctly based on the information I've given the customer then there will be trouble you know and we either need to outsource it or we need to come up with a system or a solution and it's amazing how often because that disrespect was given that was the literally the only reason why the actions weren't executed in the first place so it is like shooting yourself in the foot and so when you start to understand that mentors and role models have walked that path and they can see it for what it is then they can shed some perspective on it. Perspective just means they're at a higher level on the mountain with a bigger view. And so from where you're sitting on your ledge, you think, wow, can I climb this mountain? Well, you're not meant to climb the mountain. You just have to get up to the next plateau and climb to the next level. And so as a couple in business, definitely having people that you can have dinner with, that you can just sit around and, and be candid in the way that you talk. Obviously you never talk about these things in front of children. Children's ears hear everything. <laughs> and so you keep you look get your children looked after when you go for your coaching session with your role models and mentors. That is the appropriate time to talk about anything that might be conflict or, or adult talk. Um, should never be spoken about in front of children or unborn babies. That's just not the way that you want to imprint your children. And so, you know, definitely what I started to recognise was the fact that the character traits that I had that needed to be ironed out within my relationship and within business, there needed to be a softening, um, much more from the masculine into the feminine energy. And so I'm seeing this a lot on the planet is that there's, if you're stuck in ego or stuck in discipline as opposed to the flow of attraction and the feminine energy, then you're making things a lot harder on yourself because you should be able to create what it is that you want to create. And so having worked with, you know, feels like hundreds of mentors now in our um, 10 years of, of marriage of sitting with people it's you know realizing that there's more acceptance that needs to happen from the point of view of each other you need to accept it is what it is okay so as soon as you get to a place where you recognize that somebody is stuck or or feeling frustrated you're like it is what it is what do I need to do to empower myself to be able to execute what I need to execute and you just move on because usually what will happen for that person is they'll recognize the fact that 
um, you know, they are at a crossroads for themselves and they can reach their hand out and ask for help or they can stay stuck where they are. But certainly for me, using external role models was much more effective than me trying to spend all my energy trying to work out what could be the next best steps. And so, you know, when you're busy and you're juggling um, businesses with finance and marketing and operation commitments and all that sort of stuff, and then you throw this stuff in on top, and you try to become Dr. Phil for your own marriage is going to be very, very challenging because you are looking at it through a filter which is very biased and it's your filter. And you need to get out of that space and into an open learning space to say, look, can you see something that we don't see that could fast track us towards our goals? And I remember sitting with our mentors once and they said, tell us what the real problems are. And we went through this list of our problems and um, they both looked at each other and they said, they're not problems. You don't have any problems. Not one of those things are problems. And they went on and they told us a list of things that had been happening with some people that they knew. And um, we were so humbled and, and probably embarrassed, to be honest, that we were trying to stop ourselves based on this list of problems that we'd come up with. But it only took one sentence of comparison of of perspective to recognize the fact that we were creating problems we didn't have any problems at all and um, that was one of the quickest uh, little sessions that we had we just got up and said thank you we don't need any more time we'll get out of your hair we'll go home and get on with it because sometimes you can get so caught up in what you assume are problems and sometimes all it takes is a bit of perspective and there's some great books um, those chicken soup for the soul books that really create a huge amount of perspective and you read one story a day and you recognize the gratitude that you can have within your life and sometimes you're not um, acknowledging the gratitude or the, the gratefulness that you should have within your life because these little roadblocks become so massive that you lose sight or focus of the vision that you've got. And so, you know, without a doubt, I've found that the role models that we've got within our lives have all been married, you know, happily and living um, together as best friends. And so they're the people who we um, really, when we come across them, invite them for dinner, get into their space as quickly as possible to build a relationship. And so should you ever need anybody that you can anchor from that you've got this um, incredible list of, of mentors or people that are there and willing to be able to take some time to be able to guide you to the next level. So if you've been married 10 years, then find someone who's at least been married 20 years. You know, if you've been married 20 years, find someone who's at least been married 40 years. Like find those people that have done what you've done doubled um, to be able to help you through that next period to get the perspective. Now what happens when um, when you recognize the fact that it's not working for you and um, and your role models start to ask even better questions about you know is it working? Well then for me I've always had you know my values hierarchy to be really clear is that my business would never ever interfere with my marriage. My values is my marriage and so when I was in a corporate situation where it wasn't working, I left the corporate situation. When I was in a um, franchising situation in business that wasn't working, 
I sold the franchise to make sure I was moving towards something that was working. And so you need to have your values hierarchy set and everybody needs to be clear, um, especially your role models around what your values hierarchy is so that you know if you've placed money or vocation ahead of your family um, then you need to anchor family up that what's it going to mean when you achieve those finances how is that going to serve your family and be able to align that with your family so that they accept those guidelines or those facts and so certainly for me I know whenever there's a fracture from the family aspect everything crumbles um, out from underneath and so that's my number one value as soon as that's right everything else can flow and so it's very important that we have strong role models and people to help in our relationship to make sure that that's a solid foundation because it is actually what's propping up everything else behind it within its flow so are you aware of what your values hierarchy is and so you know I sat down and wrote what are my roles and how do I value so that my mentors actually know you know what's important to me I thought I might um, read some out just in case um, people didn't have a starting point so your values when you think of you know master in each of your values I've got um, in terms of um, um, family to build a legacy of compassion and love and to pass on my highest values and know that m no matter what occurs in my life I'm loved and I love unconditionally so there are no conditions on that in terms of social to have a supportive network of friends and family who encourage me to be the best I can be to be confident to call on favors from my network to manifest a win-win solution every time and to feel supported in my actions and decisions and so if you have people in your social network that are creating ripples for you or headaches for you and they're not supporting you then why are you giving that energy so as you start to read these and understand what you're what you're looking for to attract you will attract it a lot a lot quicker in terms of um, uh, my marriage so if I think of myself as a, as a wife daily I appreciate my perfect relationship with Kent and enjoy both the challenges and the rewards for choosing him as my husband I strive to be the best wife I can be and hold Kent to his highest potential I love unconditionally and laugh at how much fun it is to marry my best friend now when I'm frustrated in that relationship and I go back and I look at that role that I've written I ask myself am I being a best friend you know because sometimes you can treat that best friend with um, you know less love than you would a stranger coming to your door asking for a donation and so it, it was really recognizable to me that as I got mastery within my life and I understood that who do I need to be for myself okay I'm the best me when I'm healthy when I'm exercising 30 minutes a day when I'm vibrant reading um, making sure I'm always seeing pure potential in others and trust that I'm meeting the right people at the right time to advance me on my journey and so it's it's understanding that you know in each of your different roles if you can clarify what success is for you now when I first go to a mentor or a role model I take all of my profiles <laughs> now I have um, you know been online and done a Myers-Briggs profile I've got a disc profile I've got my wealth profile I've got you know my um, affirmations that I'm doing take them in a file 
leave them with that person let them align with you as quickly as possible the benefit of allowing somebody um, for you to be completely transparent as quickly as possible is one thing it's the result you will get a far better result when you allow yourself to be transparent and so you know the purpose of having a role model and a mentor is to get the result that you're looking for and so don't be afraid to align as quickly as possible to those people um, and therefore you will get a much faster um, a result for yourself but also it will be relaxing to be around that person who can accept you exactly the way you are and so I've replied when I first bought my franchise I took all these things said read these things and te please tell me if you do not think that I'm the personality that will achieve in this because I'd rather not invest my time and my money and if you get a really good master franchisee they'll take the time to check that out and when they give you the go-ahead it's like I'll work with you great well you know all my limitations now you've read everything I'm not good if I'm not playing in a team I'm not good if I'm not being recognized regularly I'm not good when I'm you know when I get impatient or stressed and I'm not learning at, at the pace that I need to be learning or achieving let them know what your limitations and your weaknesses are so that they can allow you to play in your strengths and as soon as I've been a team player allowed to play in my strengths and especially as a couple to say this is what's great about Kent and this is how he excels and this is how we need to support him best and and this is the way it works well then everybody's on the same page very very quickly and I remember having this session and and uh, and I just had I think it was my um, second baby and uh, had this coaching session and and uh, one of the mentors you know said look really you, you're not going to achieve what it is that you've set out to achieve and it's quite clear now that the goal that you've set yourself you, you you've not achieved the base minimum requirement you've got nothing here <laughs> you know like there's there's nothing here to build on you have to start again you have to rebuild and I just wow wow what a blow you know like now what was interesting was that um, Kent hadn't wanted to go to that session at all because he knew he knew the facts and he could see the writing on the wall and so when she was saying he said yeah we know this you know this is what what's happened and this is where we are and the rage that was inside of me of, of him keeping face at that place where I was just so devastated because I didn't know and I hadn't acknowledged the fact and that's part of my stubbornness part of my character and um, there was just so much frustration and um, anyway she had questioned me about um, having postnatal depression and um, had I thought about seeing a doctor and you know <laughs> I was just in such a frustrated place and um, and her husband just stopped her in her tracks and he said that's not postnatal depression that's a winner who's not winning he said there's nothing wrong here at all except the fact that you need to go away and decide that you're gonna win and these are the steps that you need to do now that was the only sentence that he'd spoken for that entire hour and a half period and you could see the respect that she had for him by sitting back and saying you're right I'm wrong that's exactly what it is and we left there and there was a, yeah there was a lot of grief that I needed to get through because I hadn't got the result that I'd wanted to get but do you know how great it felt that someone got me for the first time that that one sentence that you're a winner who's not winning it hit me right at the core of my being that somebody saw me 
transparently for who I was. Now had I not provided all that information beforehand, who knows what I might have followed in terms of guidance, seeing doctors and, and what have you to, to find out if that was the real issue. Um, but do you know what, as soon as he said it, it rung true. That was truth for me, was that I don't like not to win. And when I assume that I've been following a path, doing the right things and not getting the result, then when that knowing happens and surfaces to the top, then there is grief that's got to come out before that nature of stoicness or stubbornness or whatever you want to call it can rise up and put those things in practice. And you know, I assured them that things would be different when I'd see them next. And our life changed 180 degrees because of that session with that role model. And I know without a doubt that we will create you know, the life that we dream of years ahead of when they had achieved that life that they dreamed of simply because of that advice and mentoring that they could give us. So the power of role models is unbelievable, but you need to be transparent. You know, have you gathered your roles? Do you know what it is that you're needing? Are you able to ask succinctly what it is that you want instead of turning up and assuming that someone will be able to uh, read your mind or, or whatever? Be open with with people to let people in and see what's going on in your marriage, what's going on in your business, where are your fears, where are your challenges so that you can get help faster and empower yourself quicker so that you can get a result that's much more long term and enjoyable. So I hope that's helped. Your homework this week is to define your roles, go through and understand that you can only work on yourself at this part and the mentors that you find in the role models um, you know, will definitely switch and change um, whereas you might normally get on with one person when you're in a crisis the other person might see you for who you truly are. So that's why it's important to have that relationship with another couple who've achieved what it is that you want to achieve and to really help you step through that, that minefield of experiences that we all um, must endure if we're to have um, truly successful relationships. So enjoy your week and we'll catch up next week.